It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce with me as well. Patrick, I've got a lot of stuff written down. You and I just jotted down, talked out, talked out a few things before we started. Decades of sports misery here in Minnesota. You were to calm about that over the weekend. Um, I've got uh, a Phoenix Suns. <laughs> they're, they're no show in game seven written down. But Patrick, I knew there was one subject that was going to be more near and dear to your heart and to your ire than anything else. And that is the Byron Buxton plan. Um, you know, didn't play a couple times over the weekend, didn't pinch hit in a key spot on Saturday. Twin trying to explain it Sunday. He played, he homered. When he plays, they're very good. When he doesn't play, they're not very good. And it's just going to be like this all year as he kind of manages this tendonitis in his knee, which, Patrick, is that an injury or is he hurt? Uh, well, that's, uh, it's, it's soreness, I would say. I, I don't know. Let me, let me put it this way. If it hadn't been for our outrage, uh, some of us in the media, and many, many fans on what it took place Saturday night. You know what? Our outrage was a success because we made them fess up on Sunday. They finally had to tell the truth of what in God's name is going on with this guy. Uh, they weren't going to tell us what the, that they had this big master plan until we were all, uh, I, I mean, I, was watching that game and I was never so disgusted with a manager in my life when he's got his one guy, he's got poor Miranda. They, they don't send him up to hit for him and they don't send him up to hit uh, somebody else bad in that any. And so, you know, we're, we're screaming and hollering on Twitter and uh, I'm trying to stir up the troops as much as I possibly <laughs> can uh, with these, this incredible ridicule I'm sending out and it forced them. I actually talked to Dan Gladden and I, I sent Gladdy a text and said like Saturday night, said, what is going on here? And he called me uh, Sunday morning and said that he'd been heard that they have a, this plan this is about 930. They have this plan to, you know, to keep, limit him to about 100 games. And I said, you're crazy. Nobody be doing that. They, you know, they, you know, they'll see what they can get out of shape. They can get him in. And then uh, about an hour later, they were talking about it. So had a call on it this morning and they were talking about that. That's their plan to only play him 100 games uh, to limit him. And when they don't play him, they don't play him. So I don't even know why he's there. He might as well hit the hotel or do something. If you're not, I guess if it's, if somebody, you know, would, would you know, Celestino would run into the center field fence and they'd have no outfielders left. Maybe they'd go out and play him then, but uh, congratulations to the fans and to the rest of us. We finally made him fess up with one of the most amazing things that has happened in around here in sports in uh, my entire lifetime, I have never heard anything like this in my life that we are going to uh, have this guy on the team when he's, and even when he's capable of playing, we're going to give, we're going to put in, here's, here's what's interesting about Saturday's rest day, Mike. He'd played 12 innings all week. 
he'd already had a couple of rest days because he didn't play, right? Was, yes. Apparently those were scheduled days to play, but he hadn't played. But how about this? You say, well, you know, Buck, we had you scheduled off for Saturday, but since you didn't play Wednesday and Thursday, we figured or where Tuesday and Wednesday, we figure we'll let you play Saturday. Okay. Could you pick up no, a shift, Byron? It, Could it, you pick up a shift? Yeah, right. It's like you call it in a you know, being a cab driver and I'm calling in, hey, eight guys called in sick today. You got to, we need you, right? You know, something like that. But uh, I don't know. He, he's now there's some people thinking they're doing it to save money because uh, of all the bonuses. That's not the reason, people. They uh, presumably want to win baseball games and their chances to do so increase by 25% when he plays and statistically even more than that. So it's some theory that they came up with. Now they're making it sound like they entered the season with this plan, aren't they? This, isn't that seems what you like it? In? Yeah, but seems like it. He played the first six games of the year. Right. So I think it was the slide when he came up and limping around and apparently uh, they decided he had patella tendonitis after that slide. And I, I that's so the plan had to come up really be made during that week that he missed. He missed a week after that slide in the second base. I think it was a week, but it was four, five, six games. Yeah. And, and it was during that time that their geniuses, uh, their medical people, their training people, uh, this is not Rocco, Doc Rock. I'm no. sure he endorses it, but, uh, because he loves not playing people, but, uh, the, uh, but it was their medical plain people. Yeah. And I, and if only they'd been so vigilant with Chris Paddock's elbow, oh. maybe they wouldn't have given away Taylor Rogers. Are these the same geniuses who looked at the, the elbow that was injected with stem cell last September and said, looks fine to us. Go ahead and give him six and a half million dollars and Taylor Rogers for this guy who might be able to make four starts for you. Are these the same geniuses who uh, have now come up with the Buxton plan? I, I don't know, but I'm glad I'm glad that we all raised hell on Saturday. So we they made it. We made them fit what they were doing on Sunday. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake for 24-7 gaming, fun restaurants and bars, and luxurious hotel rooms. And join Club M to bask in the rewards. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. I want to know if, you know, if you get into a tie game and extra innings and mm -hmm. Buxton's the last position player, but it's a scheduled off day. Do they have to send like Rocco out like to shrug like Bud Selig did at the All-Star game? Said, nope, game's game's got to end in a tie. Sorry, we've got nobody <laughs> we got nobody left. I know Byron's yeah, over here, well, but we, we can't do it. Well, it's, I mean, Saturday night was an indication. I mean, they they had him and he didn't have his jersey on. Did yeah. you know that? He had a t-shirt on. He okay. had a, a, the long sleeve t-shirt on. He didn't have his jersey on. So you're playing with 25, you know, you're playing with uh, a three-man bench on those nights, apparently. I, I, As I said, he's probably there, and if you absolutely run out of players, you would send him upstairs and, uh, you know, have him get in his uniform and loosen up. And maybe he'd be like the pitcher 
that you have go up there and stand there and take three pitches because uh, you just you know a lot of because <laughs> right. you're afraid he might get get on base. But uh, it's a it's a it's a plan that the the geniuses have devised, and uh, we now know that uh, the playing a hundred games is their target. And again, I don't buy the fact that they entered the season with this plan. But maybe as an alternate plan, maybe they said, okay, Byron, if you can stay healthy, we're going to play you 130 games. But if you get hurt early on, then we're going to, uh, then we're going to downgrade it. And so this is, this is what they're doing. And uh, it, it certainly uh, gives people less incentive to go to ball games. Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, people Saturday night, I mean, things are so bad for them right now as far as selling tickets that I was—I I wasn't at the game Saturday, but I had a couple of people say, "Hey, they got a nice crowd tonight." It was twenty-two thousand. Right. They've only had four crowds. Of, oh, I didn't see yesterday. I, it probably was twenty yesterday too. I didn't see it, but uh, but uh, you know, the twenty-two thousand is a good crowd on Saturday night, a gorgeous night. You just want a game and. You, people show up and he doesn't play and then he sits stands there and watches the whole game leaning against that's why not another thing you should tell him to stop leaning against the fence don't <laughs> let us see him. make him sit back in the you know down in the corner so it's not so obvious when people look into the dugout that that he's not available but it's it's i don't know mike I, you've been at it a while i've been at it forever i can't remember anything like this in my life that them them telling you early in any kind of a season that, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, he's got this little tweak in his knee, so we're only going to play him 13 games. You know, I mean, right. like, that's what we're going to do. Um, it's. I said this was the Randy ratio, only the opposite. <laughs> you <laughs> know, less usage, <laughs> but it was the Randy. We were announcing ahead of time how often we're going to play somebody. So, well, I don't know. It's a goofiest thing. I. He's He's – He's so damn good. Yes. And and to do this to him, to make him become a figure of public ridicule is uh, shows how this club is right now. They're, they're so screwed up. It's it, to me, it's unbelievable that the, some of the stuff they're doing, I still, uh, I, every, every day I see that every day I see Taylor Rogers out there oh, man. Another save and getting people out. I had a source from the Cleveland Guardians tell me that Tito Francona was absolutely blown away when he heard about that trade because Cleveland hates facing I'm Taylor sure. Rogers. Everybody they, does. They had, he's a really good pitcher. He's a really good pitcher. He was the guy that they had no chance against. Sure. Yes, they're down there in spring training in Arizona, and the trade the twins make the trade, and, they, and then they see him in spring training, you know, because he's oh, yeah. down in Arizona, yeah. and it it just blew Cleveland's mind that they would make that trade. That I don't know. Blows my mind. Yeah. You know, it's uh, you 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 like you think they're bright, they're pretty good guys. They're, they got thousands of them running around making these decisions. And, and then they do just asinine things. I still can't get over the fact that they hit more home runs than any team in baseball history. And then went out in the off season and spent $92 million on a home run here. Gosh, Donaldson, when, they need, yeah. when they needed pitching, when they yes. needed pitching. 
So they've done some things that have just really been confusing to me. And, uh, you know, that said, I like Ursula. That was a good trade. Sure. Getting rid of Donaldson. Right. I still like the Correa thing, even though, you know, he's, he's missing a week. He's, he's had a lot of injuries and he's missing a little more time with the bad finger than we thought he was going to. But, uh, you know, this is, you can, if he plays a hundred games, you can't win. Okay. I don't you think so. Win. You can't win with him. And especially if 20, 20 of them are going to be as a DH. Yes. You know, he helps you as a DH, but he makes a difference. Yes. In as what he's a center fielder. So anyway. here's, here's the full quote from Falvey. So we did recognize that he hasn't played over a hundred games in a handful of seasons. Now, our view was what's the right target between 100 and 162 that we want to get to. Now, Buxton has played 23 out of the 35 right now. That's that's my math. Just did a quick look. That means he's on pace for about 106 right now. Now, if he starts stringing more games together and ends up playing more like 125, you could you could live with that. But it's the 100 number that sticks yes. out and the idea that they're telling us beforehand that they've got this plan. They're not going to, it doesn't even feel like it's necessarily dictated by how he feels in the moment. Yep. They're going to rest him no matter what, because they don't want something invisible to get worse. Yes. That's, that's it. That's, that's the whole thing is it. It's the, okay, this, well, they got a calendar apparently down there. This is now they've told us about these scheduled days off before with other players too, right? This is, we had him for a scheduled days yeah. off. But nothing, nothing obviously like this. But yeah, they got a count. Well, Mike, it's obvious that they got dates circled on the calendar because they didn't play him Saturday when he'd already missed two games last week. So it wasn't, you know, it was the, why it was a scheduled day off when he'd only played 12 innings all week. I have no idea. But, uh, but that's, yeah, you know, that's the way they're going to, that's, that's just having, that's just having too many cooks in the kitchen right there. I think if Rocco's got nothing to do with this decision. He's certainly endorsed it. He's all in, but it's not, you know, he's getting, he's getting the calendar and told when he can't play this guy to me, that's the way it looks to me that he's, you know, that it's coming from upstairs and it's coming from their medical people. They're training people with the approval of Falvey. So and they he did play yesterday. Like we said, he yes. homered. They won yes. two out of three from the Guardians. Um, and yes. your guy, Pagan, had a 10-pitch save yes, yesterday. One inning, 10 pitches. It was it was kind of disappointing. I, he didn't read. He didn't walk the plank like he has. But uh, uh, maybe he got his head straightened out and decided that, you know, because his reputation when he came here was lots of walks. Yeah. No, Lots of strikeouts, very few walks, lots of home runs that he gives up that his mm -hmm. big flaw is home runs. But he was a strike thrower uh, for the most part. He didn't have many, many walks. And then that's why when he's out there just messing around, walking everybody, supposedly he's a good guy, kind of a character and, you know, pretty, pretty level headed. But, uh, well, that would certainly help if, if he decides that he can pitch without, you know, putting nine guys on base every time it's it would it would help but uh that bullpen needs help 
how many games is Caleb Thielpar going to pitch in? Yeah, really. Now that he's your only lefty. Right. I mean, what the, that's another thing. That's another thing about the Taylor Rogers trade. They had yes. no lefties. I know. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. They're, uh, they're, they're, we, we all thought the central was going to be improved and it might be the worst it's ever been. It's terrible. I mean, they're, they're the only terrible. team over 500 right now. They're three yeah. games clear of anybody else at 20 and 15, you know, and mm-hmm. they got absolutely run by the Astros, just like you said they would. What was the final mm-hmm. combined final 21 to three in that series? Yeah. Yeah. Um, then- but now they got a but, bunch of easy games again, right? If you got like Oakland, then a whole bunch against Detroit and Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, I still think when they go to play these teams, they're they're very mild favorites against anybody that they play because their pitching's not their starting pitching not that good. Now, what was what was comforting was Joe Ryan was good again yesterday yes. after after two uh, shaky games. But you know they're gonna break out. Big, Okay, they're playing Oakland, but they're going to break out Dylan Bundy Tuesday. You think they're favored over Oakland? I don't know who Oakland's playing, you know, pitching or anything. Right. But, but you know, this guy's not going to get to the finish line. Archer's not going to get to the finish line. They got their setting outs. Archer's averaged 11 outs per start. 11 That's not outs. good. No, I mean, they're, uh, they're, they're starting pitching in Paddock because, you, you know, I already put Paddock on the 60 day. So, uh, and, you know, Winder, I still like him, but he was not good against Oakland. But uh, their starting pitching is still a problem. Their bullpen's still a problem. And, and you know, they're going to win. They have a really good year. And Buxton plays 100 games. They're going to win 85. If, if, if that's – is that going to be enough? Might, maybe. But yeah. I don't they, – they're not going to win over 84, 85 games maximum. And there's – right now, I still don't think – when they start playing the Yankees and these people, there's they're still not, I I wouldn't bet my life savings on them being five hundred. So I, no, and they get this after this after this easy stretch, they got nine against like Toronto, Yankees, and Tampa Bay, and that'll be that'll tell us a little more than what we just learned against Houston, which was that they were not ready to compete against another good team. I know they took what they took two out of three from Tampa earlier this year, which yeah. was a better yeah. series for them, but yeah, I don't know. He told me I was surprised uh, that they've, he claims that they've sold 11,000 equivalent season tickets. If that's the case, nobody's, I, I said the walk-up window, but I don't even think they have a walk-up window anymore. Do they? It's, you got to do it all online. Walk-up app. Yeah. Last walk-up minute apps. App. Yeah, nobody's using the walk-up app. They're getting, they are, they're in trouble with fans. I mean, it's baseball's in trouble and they're in trouble. And I, I don't know what's going on, but there's the level of enthusiasm for this team right now is pretty minimal. Now it could have been that the wolves in the wild were both in action and there was other things, but I, I just think baseball's in trouble around here and in a, in a, in a lot of places, except New York and LA <laughs> yeah, where, right. where it's killing it. But uh, anyway, anyway, go buck. We'll uh, see you. Uh, we, we should, uh, they should put a sign out in front of the ballpark you know there used to be all these time game today they should have a big sign that says buxton today (laughs) um even if they did get to the postseason this year which i think is entirely a possibility like we said based on the division 
would it would Byron Buxton play every game in the playoffs <laughs> and would it would it be enough for them to break the curse of 18 straight playoff losses which you mentioned as part of the what we're talking about now is about 18 17 18 years of playoff misery in in the Twin Cities not just losses but the no-shows from a lot of these mm-hmm. teams that have yes. happened along the way. That was one of your, as you call them, you wrote over the weekend. It's online today again, Monday, starttribune.com. Man, it's pretty sobering when you lay out all the facts and just how bad <clears throat> these teams have been in the playoffs. And again, Wild and Wolves go out quickly this year. You know, I wouldn't say those were the worst performances by those teams by any stretch, but it's part of a, this is part of this overall like thing we've got going in this market where, you know, aside from the links last decade, nobody's done a damn thing in the playoffs and it's terrible. Yeah. I don't believe in the Minnesota jinx or anything that there's something in the water or something like that. It's just, uh, you know, it's, it's just, we've had teams that, uh, of course, you know, the, the, the postseason J the whole postseason Misery is includes the wolves not getting there for yeah. 30 years, which <laughs> yes. is the third longest streak in NBA history. It's hard to do when eight teams <laughs> in the conference make the playoffs. Yes. yes, it is. You got that one. And then when they do show up, they run into a two seed that they can beat. They can yeah. when you see them, they had a very good plan for most games for stopping John Morant. Uh and they and then they do something no team had blown as we've said a hundred times no team had blown a double digit lead in the fourth quarter more than once in a series and they did it three times impressive and actually they should get credit for doing it four because they blew the one game twice <laughs> <laughs> game three yeah is be the most historical loss what you know it's it's not 41 to donut or anything but it's it's incredible that you blew it twice so you got that, and then you got the Wild. That's six straight times they've been in the playoffs. They haven't gotten out of the first round. This is the best team they've ever had by far. No comparison. They got their best player ever, Kaprizov. And I guess what's terrible is their worst performance was their last one. Yes. They, you know, you, okay, you lose at home, game five, disappointment. You're going to St. Louis. You can probably, you're probably going to get beat, but to, you know, to not give yourself a chance and to really, to me, I watched most of it. I turned it off a couple of times in the second period when I was getting lopsided, but they came out for about five minutes at the start of the third period. They got a goal. They looked like they were, you know, at least involved and going to battle to the finish, but they basically stunk it out in the last game. And that's been the, that's become the pattern for Minnesota sports teams. The, uh, in, in, the you know, since, you know, the, the, the easy thing that would, as I wrote in there was to go back to the 41 0 thing, but really in O two, the twins, yeah, it wasn't mm-hmm. a run, but they knocked off the money ballers as big underdogs. And then they, uh, you know, they got beaten in Anaheim, but that's the last series they won, but they got that, rally monkeyed. You, yeah, yeah, you can't look back at that team and say it was a disappointment. And then 03, you got the Wild making the great, you know, the only run they've made. And they were with a 
collection that's as I pointed out, is about half as talented as this group. And then 04, he had the Wolves going to the conference finals and might have gotten further if Sammy Cassell hadn't gotten hurt. So you got 03, 02, 03, 04. And then, but the last, last, uh, what is it, 17 years now, 18, yeah. the only thing, the only time, the only thing you could look back at boastfully is, uh, is, Brett Favre almost taking him to the Super Bowl, and uh, you know, with that very stout performance in New Orleans, when yes. they beat the hell out of him. I mean, you can't you can't look back at that team with any ridicule. But uh, you know, since since then, it's uh, that's the only thing because you know the Minneapolis Miracle was followed by one of the the one of the most underrated no shows in, oh, yeah. in franchise <laughs> history. You got you you're going there. And if you win against this team that has Nick Foles as its quarterback, you're going to the, have the Super Bowl in your home arena. Yes. You, get, you score right away and get humiliated. So it's, uh, it has been, it has been hard work if you're, if you're looking for success. Uh, and, and, you know, as, as this has happened, the fans, we, we have a whole element of the fans that are now focused on the only thing that matters is championships, right? Right. The only yes. thing that matters. Well, that's not true. You know, if you can, you know, if the wolves beat, you know, Memphis this year and give somebody a, you know, go to six games with golden state, you look back and say, Oh, Hey, hey that was a hell of a heck of a year. Right. right? Yes. Uh, the wild beat St. Louis and go in there and play six, seven games against Colorado. Even though you hope that this could be the cup year, you say, Oh, okay. That was, that was okay. But, uh, and, but there's nothing, nothing that compares with losing 18 straight. That's unbelievable. 18 straight. And in baseball, in baseball, where the Phillies just went out and won three out of four from the Dodgers in LA. It's baseball. Anything happens, right? Anything can happen. And you have lost 18 straight playoff games. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's a, and it's a, you know, and people say, well, it's, you know, they're different players. Yes, they are. That's what makes it incredible. It's yes. different players. It's, it's, it goes back to the second game of the division series in, uh, in, uh, you know, 2004. Yeah. But you know where it really goes back to? What? Juan Cone giving up the home run no. to Ruben. That's <laughs> yep. where it goes back to, because they lose two and they win one. They went lose two and three, but they're, they're, they're going to win four. They're four runs ahead in the eighth inning at home with the metronome yep. crowd screaming. And then you're going to go to New York. And I can't remember where they had lined up to pitch, but they had a chance. But I yeah. remember wouldn't, wouldn't have been Johan because Johan pitched game four, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I can't remember what the I I don't know what they're gonna do, but they they're or the Yankees might not end one of their good starts. I don't know. But yeah, you know, you win that game, you're going to New York for game five. And yeah. uh and we were I mean, that was a good team, that 04 team. Oh yeah. And uh, that's where you know Juan Rincon, who had been unhittable. He was taking vitamins that year, as it turned out. But uh, he was uh, didn't he get popped for steroids there after the PED? I can't something? remember. Yeah, he did. But uh, 
but uh, that home run he gave up to Ruben Sierra was like, Ugh, they haven't, you know, they haven't won or come really close since hardly. So uh, it was, was that the, was that the, uh, when was the Nathan Slider drive? When was that? Was what year was that? Was that that was later? Was no, that, that was uh, <clears throat> the one year. where he hit in the ex, in extra innings when he when Nathan yeah. pitched the third inning of after getting two innings. Uh, that was game yeah. two. That was game two of two thousand four. Yeah, yeah, that was Nathan. A Rod hit one up there on a railroad track. <laughs> he killed it. He threw he threw him a slider and and then uh, he killed it. But uh, it was uh, yeah. I mean that's that that. It's when it all started for them, 18 in a row. Amazing. Yeah, it is. a. It's not a jinx. It's not a hex. It's not something that we're doing wrong here as human beings in Minnesota. It's just that, you know, they've all managed to not win when it counted. And, you know, God love the Knicks. I mean, the Lynx, they play in a 36-team league. I mean, in a 12-team league, and they play a half a season or less than a half a season. So I cannot count that as a major sports championship. It's a... You know, I know that's not politically correct, but it's not a major league sports championship. It's a nice sports championship, but uh, four of them. And it was, you know, if you're a fan, it was fun to have that. But uh, there's four sports that make you a major league town. And then those teams for 18 years have been terrible in the postseason or even getting not getting to the postseason. None of them, <clears throat> though, <clears throat> Patrick, have had a no-show on the level of the Phoenix Suns on Sunday <laughs> night. What was that? I looked up. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't watching it. I was just kind of following it on Twitter as we were doing some bedtimes for the kids trying to watch the clips a little bit last night. And I saw 87 to 47 in the third quarter yeah. at home game seven against Dallas. Well, I don't think anybody wants to uh, directly point at uh, Chris Paul, but I, you know, I listened, I watched the TNT post game show some quite often if I can, especially at this time of year, because those yeah. guys are insane. But uh, they were talking about the who did Phoenix played Denver in the first round, did they? Denver was, who did they play? No, the first Denver round? played uh Golden State. Denver played Golden State. Phoenix played New Orleans and got taken New Orleans. Got New taken Orleans. pretty far in that series too. Far, yes, it was New Orleans, and New Orleans' whole strategy. I heard him talking was to wear down Chris Paul. Right? They would basically they would go after him defensively. Uh, they they'd go after him offensively, and they really went after him defensively, and they gave him no moments of peace. Right? And their idea, sure. was, and then he fight. You know, he'd had like three straight clunkers, and then he had the fourteen for fourteen right, right? in the closeout <laughs> game. Yeah. Yeah, in the closeout game, but uh, obviously uh, the the same thing was done to him uh, by Dallas, and uh, he was non-existent uh, the last four or five games. They just got to him because he's too dang old, and to to take as big a burden as he uh, as he did, and they they just wore him down and uh, turned him into a. You know, a, a non-asset. I'm not sure Booker was 100% healthy either. And they could not stop Doncic, who, now that he's not fat, might be the best player in the league. He's unbelievable. You know who loves it? Charles. Charles just goes on and oh, on. Yeah. About and before this, early in this series, he was he was on this guy. And, and he's, he's uh, 
he was talking about him this whole series and how they can't stop him and they have they had, they had no answers for him no and, and he was great and but i that what an odd series there was like yeah five 30 point games in it uh you know and it had been whoever was at home right was kicking the liberty right. out of the other but then yesterday <clears throat> you, yeah I, I bet you that uh, mark cuban private airplane was uh fun last night huh? wow <laughs> right he was uh, having a good old time but yeah that was amazing yeah. absolutely amazing and uh the bucks who i was kind of rooting for the bucks uh uh they they've you know boston there's another one i'd like to go back to like 20 games into the celtics season and my buddies the boston newspapers what they were writing about the celtics oh yeah mess this is and they can't tatum and brown cannot play together because they play the same position and everything right and uh you know what it's about since about game 25, they've been unbelievable. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and they put it on the Bucks again yesterday. The NBA's had some great series, but way too many blowouts. Yeah, it's know? been weird. It has. They've, they've, been, they've alternated back and forth, but uh, way too many blowouts. <clears throat> now, Dallas, Golden State in the West, and now Miami, Boston in the East. Man, I couldn't. You can pick a name out of a hat at this point. I mean, I think Boston's probably as good as anybody, but you know, Golden State, Dallas is going to be that's the three and the four seeds. That's an interesting, interesting yeah. series. I mean, the NBA's got more parity now than I think yes, they, they've does. had. And I think it's because LeBron's gotten older. It is they don't have the one guy right now. They've got a lot of guys who can carry a team right now. This is about three three years in a row that it's been well, since when did Toronto win it? Oh, 20 or 19? Since Toronto won. Yeah, I think that was, I think that was 19. 19. I think it was 19. Yeah, I, they want it. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's been much more unpredictable, which made it is made it a lot more fun. That the fact that you uh, you know the the NBA's problem always has been imbalance, and uh, you know you still have that to a degree, but you have you know I mean you have Memphis as a threat. You got you got dead Toronto, which is out of major market when it comes to basketball because people don't want to go up there and pay Canada Canadian taxes. Right. Play. They have a hard time keeping their team together. And uh you know, I mean you've had unusual winners and uh that's that's good. That's good for it. Uh and Jimmy as even with our bad memories of Jimmy Butler, they get down to the end and he gets he leads them with 32 and uh, gets them into the semifinals. So Gets and, shouts, and shouts down the tunnel, Tobias Harris over me. That was, yes, right. What how about a, that? That's such that's such a uh, Jimmy thing to do, isn't it? Yes, it is. You took Tobias <laughs> Harris over me. Yeah. What a beauty. He's what he's gotta be 34 now, doesn't he? He's, uh, doesn't, I'll look. I don't he, think he's quite that old. Doesn't he? He's, he's getting there. Man, maybe 32, 33. Let's see. Uh 32 right now. He'll be 33 oh, in September. Oh, okay. 33 in September. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, you know i guess this is maybe we should look back and look go back to the buxton thing now and say he's load management has come to baseball huh this is yeah. like they do this in the nba but uh, of course not to this extent but uh but uh yeah it's uh it, it, that that was i turned it on you know i kind of was watching the other stuff and 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 the you know 
moving around. And I turned it on. And I said, what? <laughs> it was like 30 when I turned it I over. Know. It was amazing. It was amazing. Hey, one more thing. Edmonton, yeah. Calgary, first time since uh, 1991. I was shy. They've been in the same division. They've been in the same conference. You know, all those years, it, 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 it amazed me that it had been 31 years since they played each other. And that, that was in the Smythe Division semis, which means the first round, right? Yes. Yes. Semi. yes. They haven't played since the first round of, against each other in 1991. They got to be having uh, fun up there because they're all Canada has left because the Maple Leafs choked again and uh, got beat by uh, Tampa Bay and that. Yeah, how about that for two hockey markets? Uh, Toronto, which has had a team since 1840, and Tampa, Tampa, which is the powerhouse of uh, of Florida hockey, is uh, and Tampa goes up there and beats them. That has to drive Toronto people crazy. I bet they're, I bet the angst up there today is just off the hook, man. You can see the Lakefield goalie almost stole that one for Dallas, though he makes 64, 64 saves. Six, uh, oh, I, I saw 60. 64, 64 was the official number on 67. Yeah. When I the box score uh, last night and I tweeted it out, it was it was 60, uh, 60. But maybe that was maybe I saw regulation because that's right. They only had him for three goals. So that was four, three, right? That game three, was two, three, two. Well, then the box I saw said 60 saves, but they gave him 64. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. When was he, uh, did he win a state title with uh, one of the I Lake? I can't remember. He was with, yeah, it was one of the Lakeville teams. Boston U. He played at Boston U. Yeah, he was awfully good, obviously, and he's been very good for them this year. Well, last night it was that. That's what drives me crazy about that sport. And you know what was very unusual about this game mm. is the team that got totally outplayed didn't win in overtime generally speaking the team that yes. stunk it out for right three, three periods and somehow got into overtime they're the ones that get the lucky goal and went in off someone's butt and then the game's over sure though it was like from, from the side of the outside on the right. side that it was like <laughs> it was uh the most unlikely shot to go in of the 25 i saw him face when i was watching in the third period and then overtime so but yeah that was uh that was something they got uh meanwhile colorado's been you know <laughs> resting comfortably for a week around vape, vaping cigarettes having the time of their lives <laughs> doing nothing. so it'll be uh that'll that'll be uh, interesting but uh anyway we're uh we're uh you know, a week ago, we were talking about the Twins, and the Houston came in here and beat them as bad as boys. Had a good club, by the way. Oh yeah. Houston. Oh man, <laughs> I, I just love that team. And uh, they come in here and beat them as bad as they want to, and then they win two out of three against Cleveland. But uh, we now here, you know, the one thing, one last thing about the Twins, they do have a backup center fielder finally. So yes. Sell it. So now, if he's going to keep hitting, but fielding wise. Uh, he's good and they, they, it's not Jake cave and it's not Kepler moving out of position and it's not, you know, any of that other thing. They at least have a guy to put in the lineup. So, but uh, maybe this will be the team Patrick that breaks up the, the wins, a game. wins a game, wins yeah, a playoff game. We only, 
That will be interesting to make the playoffs. We only have one goal for you, fellas. Win one. Win That's one. That's all we want. We just <laughs> one. Okay. One. Just somehow somebody win. Joe Ryan. He'll win. Joe Ryan. Go win a game. I think he'll win a game. That's he right. would. All right. All right, sir. Thank you. Talk to you.